Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Previously having served as a president of the Dallas Fed, he says markets probably overreacted to Powell's comments. Joining us from Dallas is Robert Kaplan. Robert, always great to have you with us, particularly ahead of the holidays and into this kind of curious period where we wonder what 2024 has in store for us in terms of monetary policy. Do you think markets have, have overreacted to the narrative? Well, uh, maybe a little bit, but I think the, the Fed, as you pointed out, has tried to put uh, some cold water on the thought that uh, that rate cuts will come as early as people might be expecting and in the size they might be expecting. And I, uh, I, I think the fact is the Fed is going to need to see uh, at least two or three months more of continued improvement. I think tomorrow will probably be good news, but they're going to need to see sustained improvement before they're going to will- be willing to take more action. and. Uh, and so I think the market should expect that it's going to take a while and more sustained improvement before the Fed does something. As you say, they're not in the business of predicting business. They're in the business of risk management, right? That's and right. and the, the sort of confluence of risks is pretty difficult to navigate going into next year. There's still a lot of upside risk in terms of stickiness of inflationary factors, services, as you point out, uh, and quite a bit of confusion in, in energy prices right now, too. That's right. There, there, and Brian Moynihan, I see in your previous clip, he mentioned there's a tug of war between the Fed is very restrictive but on the other hand, fiscal policy and this project spending is very accommodative. It's, it's white hot. And so there's a bit of a conflict there. And so they're going to be watching to see whether the service sector inflation settles down somewhat. They're going to be hoping that the price of oil continues to be muted. Uh, but, there, but I would also, if I were there, be very aware that fiscal spending in this kind of strength means I want to see more sustained improvement because the last thing you want to do is start taking action to cut rates and then see inflation start to back up. That That's a scenario they've got to avoid. And that's why I say they're in the risk management business. They don't have to predict the future uh, accurately, but they've got to manage the risk. And that means being very deliberate in here. And that's the reason you've seen the walk back. How big of a risk is it that we continue to see financial conditions loosening, especially after the FOMC? I mean, I think that's a significant possibility uh, in that there's so much money in short dated paper in bills that has to find a place to go and does not want to be left on the sideline when rates start to move down. So you're seeing this. There's a rush to either take duration or buy other financial assets. And that's what we've seen over the last week or so. I think the Fed just has to be aware of that. It, it, it can't do anything about that phenomenon. It's got it's to do its job, which is manage the risk and, uh, and take its time and be deliberate. Uh, but I think you'll see the story of 2024 will be the Fed will be more balanced in terms of uh, two-sided risk. They'll be, they'll be aware that they want to manage inflation, but they're also going to be sensitive to the path of the economy. I think the level of fiscal spending being so significant 
will, uh, I think, should be a big factor and allow them to be a little bit more prioritizing inflation over um, uh, over a slowing in the economy. Expand on that, because there's really a lot of Treasury volume that needs to be digested in the next few years, right? Yes, and I think this is a, a, a big concern. Uh, the good news is we saw Treasury yields back up over the last three to four months. We've now seen them uh, come back into the high 380s. We've got $9 trillion of Treasury securities to sell in 2024. Seven of it is refinancing. Uh, another $2 trillion is to finance the deficit we just ran. And it's going to get financed at about 200 basis points higher than the Treasury yields of what's rolling off. And so the, the, what the danger is we keep building interest expense into the budget from $625 billion this year to $800 billion on its way to a trillion. And it's starting, if, if that continued, it would squeeze out not only discretionary spending, but some mandatory spending. And I think, I think that's, uh, that's an issue worth watching very carefully. And I think, as Jerry alluded to, this kind of recent loosening of financial conditions, does the Fed's need or desire to stick this soft landing potentially backfire in that it makes it more difficult for them to be able to do that right? Does it, you know, these expectations that are being created for the markets risk this idea that this isn't just a pivot, that it is a Fed put, a Fed backstop at a time when, you know, asset prices are already high and there's, I'm looking at it and thinking there's not that much further upside with without risking more inflation. Yeah, um, listen, the, the Fed is, this is one of the factors they're going to take into account because what they're looking for, I, I think you'll see tomorrow's PCE number be encouraging and show further improvement. What they're gonna wanna see into January and February and maybe even March is that we don't back up the other way, either because of government spending or loosening financial conditions. And so, I think, again, the Fed is going to manage that risk, uh, and it needs to be balanced in doing that. And, uh, I, uh, and I think on the communication side, I think they'd be well served uh, to, to keep their powder dry and, and tell people that it's gonna, it's gonna, they're going to need to see more sustained improvement before they take action. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.